0: Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. We give you weekly roundups of Walford Life and welcome to another Halloween special. special. <laughs> Hello, I'm Emma and I'll be your podcast host for today.
1: And I'm Connor and I will also be your podcast host for this episode. <laughs> Thanks Stuart. So Emma, what's coming up this week?
0: Well, we have your weekly roundup of course and straight after that we have your hero of the week and slapping den of the week. Then we're on to some Halloween fun! Ooh. We take another trip to see Sharon and Denny in
2: Mostly Ghostly.
0: And we play
3: Accused the Witches of Warford.
0: But
1: first, let's hear that Halloween jingle. One,
3: two, watch, she's coming you. for you. Three, four steps back for more. Five, six beware nasty Dean Wicks. Seven, eight Chris is coming for Kate. Nine, ten Dan's returned again.
2: I curse you, curse the
1: lot of you. So it's episode 7, and the third part of the Halloween specials. And can you believe it, Emma? It's actually out on Halloween.
0: I know, I'm so excited, and I've got a question for you. Oh, go on. So, are you dressing up tonight and knocking on people's (laughs) doors?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm a bit too old for trick-or-treating. But I did bring us some treats, courtesy of Thornton's.
0: Well, there's only a couple left, because... standard style we've ate most of them so let's Mm. eat the rest and then get on with the show
1: oh yes
4: please
0: okay so we're gonna kick off this episode with jay but just like the show we're gonna obviously start with the storyline and forget about it (laughs) by the end of the episode
1: just like the (laughs) (laughs) Ahmeds, you know true the stories that uh, that belong to the Ahmeds pop up and then vanish into the ether as and then get
0: solved off screen yes and then they pick it back up later and you're like where has this happened
1: yeah poor jay is faded to become just like them
0: it's so sad i tweeted saying i was so happy that you got a
1: storyline and i know i think the kinder didn't really work on it did they <laughs> no it was so good because i felt like for the first time jay is actually getting some spotlight treatment and like for the first time in a very long time Because I mean, what was his last big storyline that time when he was like homeless and... Was it not when he... Being part of the Sex Offenders Register. Yeah,
0: the Sex Offenders,
1: yeah. Like, that's a very long time ago now. And so I just kind of think this was their big chance to to really give him a storyline. And so they went with, he's burying Terry Bates. And it's everyone else's storyline featuring Jay. Yes, it's everyone else helping him. That's literally it, isn't it? Honestly, like, I just, I, I can't with this Jay storyline now. It's every only just start, I'm alright, like, it's stupid.
0: Well, I just feel upset that Jay is, like, the central part of it. Yeah. But we're not really seeing him deal with it. Nah. We're seeing Callum deal with it, we're seeing Lola deal with it, we're seeing Billy deal with it, we're seeing Ben deal with it. I, I and mean, then they all say, oh, so it's about Jay. Well, where's Jay?
1: Yeah. This is what was bothering me. I was like... Also, why did it take Callum to go and tell Ben about this? Why couldn't Callum have just, like... Because he didn't just tell him. He convinced Ben to help. And I'm like, but shouldn't he have just... Like, Jay and Ben are going to have this, like, massively close brotherly bond. Shouldn't Callum just saying, oh, look, it's Terry, you know, the murderer of, like, Jay's dad. Jay's really in a bad place. Just something like that. That should have just been enough to get Ben to go and, like, help out. But instead, Callum, like, spent about 15 minutes trying to tell him why he should do him a favor for like for Callum it's weird that he did it for Callum but not for Jay do you know what I mean that was a st- th- there's an element where the storyline that's going to be about Jay is not about Jay <laughs> and obviously Ben knows the impact this has had on Jay's life yeah he was there so why should he have had to be convinced it was to just get involved so weird it was just so weird speaking of weird let's talk about Terry Bates not aging Oh, my God, that photo. I was like, wasn't that taken when he was first on the yeah. show? <laughs> the photo. And then the, him. <laughs> the body. It's like he's a vampire. He's not <laughs> aged in years. Meanwhile, Jay is like sprouted up and, you know, blossomed into a beautiful man-child. Like, it's fabulous. Maybe that's
0: why his wife didn't recognize Jay. She's like, how is he aged? But yes. he hasn't.
1: <laughs> She's been living in some sort of time warp. Yeah. <laughs> We don't age. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's not one of
1: us. Like, I just loved it. Also, can we just talk about the fact that she was like trying to be like oh gangstery like wife and being like, I'm not scared of anyone. And then like Ben was like, Nah. I'm I love not, the way
0: she was just like not bothered at all that her husband's dead. Clearly yeah. thinking about the money she's got. Oh yeah, she's just loving
1: that. Sitting loving there life.
0: back in her chair, relaxing She's probably
1: got one of the Canary Islands now. Maybe she's got
0: something in Portugal. You oh, know? Oh my
1: god, probably. Prime real estate over there. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, aside from immortal Terry Bates and, uh, you know, his wife, Jay really did face some hardship with coming face-to-face with the man who had basically ended his world by killing his dad. And everyone rallied around him, but it kind of became their show. Yeah. Because it was no longer really about Jay, and instead it was about them them helping Jay.
0: But I am glad that Billy came in to help Jay because obviously Mm. Billy was a big part of it in the first time the story was out
1: and that I love that little moment as well when he makes reference back it's such a sweet moment I know it's not of the, the the actual matter the topic itself isn't sweet but I love the fact that we have reference back to original crime the the time when terry killed um jace and billy felt so guilt-ridden for not coming out and he even says it now that he still feels guilty for that and it was like oh what brilliant continuity i mean i'm not a billy mitchell fan but that is great that's one of his best storylines i think it's great he was there because he's the only one who's really been there with jay
0: throughout that to know exactly how much this has impacted on his yes. life yes, and he saw it all He ended up taking him in, I remember, as Mm -hmm. well.
1: Mm -hmm. On the topic of, you know, like Billy trying to step in and help. Can we just talk about like Lola's attempt to help as well?
0: Oh God. She was just like, Pops, it's Jay. (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) Billy's a bit busy at the moment, Lola, and you're not really helping by just shouting that. What does
1: that mean? (laughs) And then she was just like constantly trying to like get Jay to tell tell her like what was happening and stuff. And I'm just like, listen, if he doesn't want to talk to you, he probably doesn't want to talk to you. She like got her answer the first time and then just sat there for about 30 minutes trying to get him to tell her more. I was just like, no, he doesn't want to talk to you, Lola. Also, I'm just a little bit jealous of Lola because she's obviously with Jay. Um,
0: (laughs) And obviously Jay's now planning his
1: revenge on a dead guy. Oh, my God. What is he going to do to that body? (laughs) I was just like, okay, this is getting dark. We're going to go like, you know, Birkin hair here. Is he going to like dig him up? Maybe parade his body around the square.
0: Make him into, like, a scarecrow. Yeah, I was like, what is
1: happening? I was like, is Jay about to just desecrate a corpse? Is that what he's going to do?
0: Is he going to burn him? Is he going to cremate him right there and (laughs) then?"
1: Steve Owen style. Stick him in the car. I
0: was going to say, "Put him in the car, get him
1: outside. I was like, it's either that or he's going to murder, like, the family who's gathered to see him. (laughs) It's "It's getting really dark now. Please, don't turn Jay into dark Jay. (laughs) But throughout all of this, as usual, superhero Callum was helping Jay. God, he needs to team up with and Doctor, son. He so does. They're always there in a crisis. They are. I mean, he's rescued Whitney the other day, and now he's come to Jay's rescue, and then went back to rescuing Whitney.
0: But he is facing some problems of his own.
1: So... It's the biggest, greatest storyline that we've all been waiting for. It's the balum Pasta date. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my God, we were all waiting for this, weren't we? And
0: we didn't get to see it. And I need to know. Oh, no. What do you think Callum is? A creamy pasta guy or a tomatoey pasta guy? I know he had chicken in there. Yeah. And I think he's put it with cream. <gasps>
1: and that Please. scares me. I know. I think you're right. I look at Callum and I think, he's a carbonara. He gives off the vibe. The way he said it, I felt like it was definitely cream. Yeah, it was Not tomato.
0: It was something in the way he was saying it, where I was like, oh, no, he's a cream kind of guy. There's no tomato
1: puree in that. (laughs) (laughs) There's no loud grossness.
0: Oh, I was not okay. I was like, no, No, French out Callum. I'm not up for that. I
1: don't want a carbonara. That's uh, what I kind of feel like it was going on.
0: I hate carbonara.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I look, I don't know what it is. I love Callum and love Ballum, but I definitely think he's a carbonara kind of person. I couldn't go on a date with him. I know, I devastates know. I can't even stand the smell of carbonara
0: No, never can I, it just has this horrible smell to it It has a horrible
2: look, it Who looks like sick Who cooks
1: cream? Who cooks oh. cream? Disgusting Disgusting. that like woman from the
2: thing. <laughs> disgusting.
0: <laughs> I hope he proves us wrong, and we're going to see him making it one day. And, and it's, it's tomorrow.
1: It's tomorrow. Yeah, that would be much better. That'd be much better. Come
0: on, Callum. We're rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> Shall we put a poll on Twitter? Actually. I need to know. Do you think Callum likes a creamy pasta or a tomato pasta? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's put that let's on pull there, pull. guys. We are at E20 Podcast on Twitter, and you can vote in there. <laughs> I want to know, do you think he's a cream kind of guy or a tomato kind of guy?
1: What if he's a pasta bake? That <gasps> throws everyone off.
0: Yeah, curveball.
1: <laughs> but we never got this fabulous date because of one person.
3: Creepy Leo. Crepe. Creepy, creepy. My
1: God, he's so creepy. He's just, just creepy. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> 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 I feel like I've got the hatred for him that Peggy had for Pat, you know, back in the olden days. I feel like I've got that level of hatred for him It's because he's Leon. just so creepy. He just keeps on bullying Callum as well. And I'm sick and tired of it. <laughs> I'm going to just like... Get your pitchforks I'm out. I'm just going to get my pitchfork. I'm going to go all the way down to L's tree. I'm going <laughs> to find him. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. Please, no one going for us, the actual actor.
0: <laughs> I like that he clearly wrote the word slag on Whitney's stall. Oh, yes. But he didn't write. Slag Oh I know
1: What a missed opportunity Total Slag Would have been fabulous Any opportunity to bring that back I am on it Oh it has to I mean the last time we heard it Was on RuPaul's Drag Race So like (laughs) You know To bring it back in these stands Would be fabulous Can we just talk about the fact that He did that right And no one noticed Do those stores just pack away Or are they just left out all night Well I always thought They packed them
0: away So maybe Whitney just forgot
1: What just left it all night (laughs) just left it (laughs) All of our stock
0: (laughs) Do you think he'd done a, a martin and just put his hood up and suddenly he was visible. invisible? Yeah, no
1: one knew he was there. <laughs> totally makes sense, actually, because I was looking at it and I was like, right, logistically, how did he do that? If she just, like, unpacked her stall and got it all ready and then there's just time enough for him to run over and write slag.
0: Because I'm just thinking, when they show you it at night time, yeah. some bits are still there, yeah, but they, they, are they are all, all taken down
1: i'm confused when i'm did... so confused listeners so many questions as always eastenders viewers do tell us when did leo deface Whitney's <laughs> stall and how did no one see him
0: and how did it take whitney so long to take off the word
1: like oh my god like what was it like prison proof paint or something like you know the stuff that they used to like cover up blood splatter and like you know you know other other things that like, get splattered on the walls of prisons they're like <laughs> paint that can't be like removed by water and things like that is that what it was because i was like that's some very hardy waterproof paint well it
0: did take her all day to take it off she literally lost a day's wages
1: i know that's bizarre isn't it no one mentions it either she's just been sat on a stall Paint, like, washing the paint off all day.
0: And obviously, like, the creep he is. Oh, God, he is such he a creep. He comes back. He's such a creep. <laughs> creep. He comes back and he tries to be all good and pretend yes. he's going to help. He's the hero.
1: He's the hero. Whatever, you creep.
0: And then his stupid little ringtone goes off. Oh, God. It's 2019, Leo. Get your generic one or turn your phone
1: on silent or vibrate. Who the hell, when they say they're going to their job, for the first, like, the first day in a new job, has their phone blaring. And how long did he leave that on as well? Because was he just waiting around f- to meet Whitney for that music to go off? Like, was he just going to leave that on all day?
0: Did he ask someone it to ring him at a certain time, like, I will be with Whitney? Yes, bring like, me
1: then.
3: That was just weird.
1: So strange.
0: How did he know it was going to go off when he was with her? Maybe he's psychic. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he's creepy when... Grace says he's creepy.
1: Yeah, the biggest, baddest, most evilest wolf on the square has basically raised an eyebrow and was like, hmm, you're a bit weird. But it's still going to give you a job. <laughs> yes, can we talk about the introduction that he gave him as well? Oh, that guy has very extreme views on justice. I'll hire him. And then he's sitting in the cafe talking about
0: his dad that he's never met and that he's made up stories about. Him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, who told Leo any of this information for him to actually be able to construct this story? Well, we do have a little theory by one of our Twitter followers and Instagram followers.
0: Yes, thank you, Sean, for this. We've got a theory about your favourite, Stalker Sarah. Oh
1: my God, like this is literally a godsend for me. The idea that Sarah could become relevant again, is just brilliant. <laughs> I miss her so much. Ever since she stabbed Martin and got clunked on the head by Sonia with a fruit bowl. I've missed her, missed her greatly.
0: So Sean said that he thinks Sarah and Tony are the parents of, of Leo, Leo, which makes total sense because he's is. totally got some vibes. Why
1: well, he's got the stalker down? You know, yes. I mean, he stalks everyone on Facebook, and he also is a creep. So he's, he's definitely got Tony's creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, it does make sense as well because if you know viewers of EastEnders have been watching it for a long time, they'll know that Sarah did mention briefly that she had a husband or a partner or something called Tony. Now, we don't know that that's not the same Tony. And we don't know what Tony was up to before he met Bianca and all of her kids.
0: And if you think this is going to be an ongoing storyline,
1: wouldn't it make sense to have this big outcome? Oh, my God, can you imagine Martin's face when Sarah walked through the the doors With a fruit bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope it doesn't have a knife with her. (laughs) Put the knives away so Sarah doesn't grab one.
0: (laughs) So Leo's still being creepy, He yeah. goes off to the Vic with his confidential files. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so confidential.
0: Named Callum Highway, <laughs> open for anyone to see.
1: Puts it in a pub. I just loved it.
0: It's way he planned it. He had it open, ready, just at the bottom, the little tab, Callum Highway, ready for Whitney to see. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'll help you, Whitney. And then she sees it and she's like, oh, I need to see that. Yeah. No, it's confidential he's playing on this and she's opening it and it's like well actually Whitney to be fair if it was confidential probably shouldn't have opened it
1: yeah um I'm just going to say this about Whitney's move on opening it he technically works for a law firm or at the very least a lawyer and he's just taught you that that file is confidential which probably (laughs) means it's illegal to actually look at the information that's in it and she did anyway. <laughs> Just because you loved someone or had some sort of relationship with someone does not give you the right to then, like, you know, basically break into <laughs> protected files. <laughs> like, where's the data protection here? And speaking of data protection, how is this going to be good for his job with flipping Grey, whatever that job entails? Who had
0: basically told him, do not use this file. Yeah. I found the whole thing a bit weird because it was so out of character for the Callum we've growing yes, no no even think. when he was just starting out and he was on the show we still never got really that vibe from yeah, him yeah 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 and it just seemed to be one of those things where it was for storyline yeah they've thrown it in they've thrown it in Are to totally like great. make him look bad and then they're going to redeem him there's quite quickly well. and there's other
1: ways you could do that and
0: i just think the video is
1: pretty unnecessary why didn't they just do something like have leo talking to callum about ben and whitney and then like you know him recording Callum saying something like oh he's never loved whitney's always yeah he's that would have made ben. more sense that would have been more um, and it would have fit in with everything yeah. yeah i feel like this the video itself you can dispute anyway but the actual existence of the video is something that shouldn't really even be involved in callum's character because but it isn't
0: even in a law case anyway he just found it yes. on facebook which was even weirder because callum was like
1: i'm not even friends with this guy <laughs> yeah he's like it's just on some bloke's facebook he's like it's not even the full video either so that's great for context. I mean, are we living in witch, hunt, witch hunting times? Because basically, she's crucified him with five seconds of a vigil. I'm just like, what? So yes, Whitney really annoyed me there.
0: But it wasn't all bad for Callum that night. He did have his little rendezvous with yes. Ben. Yes, <laughs>
1: this, that week he did have lots of Ben time. It was fab. I loved it.
0: And speaking of Ben, we're obviously going to have to talk about our favourite storyline. Martin versus Ben.
4: Dun, 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 dun,
0: so this week saw the return of my favorite Ben, the Ben who once danced to girls aloud, the Ben who once danced to Lady Gaga, now dancing to Little Mix.
1: Yay! It's the Ben of Bens. And also the return <laughs> of
0: his glasses. Yay! Can
1: we just talk about those hip thrusts and swings? Oh my god, I like Callum, was melting. Oh, sorry. Didn't Callum say something like his ovaries were melting? (laughs) Fabulous.
0: All I could think when he was dancing the little mix was, Jags might like you
1: now. Oh, he might, yeah. He's a big fan. Maybe that's on the horizon. Gotta just ship everyone, don't I?
0: (laughs) Maybe it's gonna be like that Spice Girls episode, the dumb, but it'll be Jags and Ben gonna see little mix.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But on from the dancing, we return back to the Ben we don't like. (laughs) it's criminal ben
0: yeah he literally changed in an episode one minute he's having a great time he's dancing yep. and the next minute he's evil pure Listen, evil
1: if anyone tries to sell me on the fact the, the idea that people are just extremely complex creatures and that they can just swap personalities i'm just going to say flat out no they can't not to the extent not to that extent not to the extent that we are expected to believe how is he literally a psychopath but also a charming rogue, and also a redeemable, abused child, and also a loving dad. A loving dad. And also a neglectful dad. And also, <laughs> like, do you see what I'm going about? <laughs> like, I'm trying to point out that he has so many different characters in a week that it's hard to keep up. It's worse than the Kathy situation where she went from nice little grandma figure to drug dealer. To drug dealer and framing Rainey. Like it's quite extreme. The personalities of Ben.
0: It's, we'll make that into a feature. That
1: should be a feature. <laughs> it's like he's got multiple personality disorder. I didn't know his trauma with Stella and Martin hanging over a bridge. You know, I didn't know all that stuff had led to him having multiple personalities.
0: I love the fact they've revisited this whole Ben and Martin bridge thing oh because actually, it wasn't even those two that were originally on the yeah, bridge. It was the different man. It was the different Martin.
1: <laughs> it was the OJs. since this blooming Martin. And Ben's storyline started. Martin has increasingly become intolerable. <laughs> intolerable! <laughs>
2: Both of them have? I know, I
1: can't... St- ah! <laughs> when they have separate storylines from
0: this storyline... It's fine. I like them. Yes. But, oh my God, when it's Martin versus Ben, I just want to scream and rip my eyes I out. I know,
1: it's so annoying.
0: I'm sick.
1: It's I so- don't oh, understand God.
0: it. I do not understand it, Connor. I went
1: into this week thinking... Oh, it's gonna end because he's gonna get Tubbs arrested, and that'll be it. And then I was just like, "Oh, it's not."
0: Ending. We were so naive to think this. It's not ending because <laughs> I week. also thought that. Yeah, I was just like,
1: "Oh God, it's still continuing. It's, it's still, still going. going."
0: But like, why does Martin open his phone? He knows for a fine fact it's who it best. is. Who it is? Just turn it on oh silent, God. Martin, or just don't answer.
1: God, thank God he doesn't have a ringtone like Leo. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be annoying
0: oh my god don't even get me started again <laughs>
1: <laughs> can we just talk about the fact that like Martin actually thought that he could get Ben arrested and nothing would happen just That's- get him arrested and that'll stop it Phil Mitchell's been in jail so many times that I can't count I and feel he sorry for Jack loads of stuff.
0: like literally Jack is trying to do good things he's going back into the police like literally he got into the police and the next minute Sharon was there <laughs> yes remember that <laughs> yeah.
1: Go have a word with the <laughs> Callum's dad. Now Martin's there. Everyone's just it's, using him. Yeah, it's just too much um, for poor Jack. And also, what's we're on about the arresting, can we just talk about what then developed after that? Where Martin basically confronts Ben and like you say, have a little trip down memory lane, revisit <laughs> the nostalgic when Martin almost threw Ben off a bridge. Like, he goes there, acts the big old. bearing in mind, as I said on Twitter, He's a green grocer. He is in no way intimidating. (laughs) He is not scary. He sells fruit and veg. Yes, he may be living his best... Ah, terrifying! Yes, do you know what I mean? Like, he might be living his debt collector dreams, but, like, come on. (laughs) Martin is not a bad, you know, person. He's not tough. He's not street. Martin is... I hate to say it, but he's the East End victim, isn't he? Like, he's the one who's... Sonia cheated on his mother you know totally belittled him constantly um he was a bit of a mommy's boy and any trouble he got into was normally an accident he's in no way intimidating so when he goes to ben and is like threatening him taunting him i don't know what he expected to achieve because actually ben is a little bit crazy at the moment clearly oh
0: yes clearly
1: clearly that's the character they want him to be crazy ben <laughs> even though I his murder of heather was an accident in the morning he's dancing
0: being lovely ben and in the nighttime he's throwing people off bridges
1: oh my god can we just talk about the people that ben hired to <laughs> throw him off the bridge
0: <laughs> oh my god yes
1: phil and grant
0: <laughs> literally though <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what was with this like why is there so many lookalikes in the show now we've just had lucy just the had lookalike and now we've got phil and grant's lookalikes one of their brothers
0: but did you see how much ice cream martin dropped
1: oh my god don't how much
0: ice cream were they going to eat? But was also, he feeding the cast I have to say, that was good ice cream. It was. What a waste. Very nice ice I cream. I have had that one and it is lovely.
1: Although I bet he paid a fortune because he went oh to that yes. little shop.
0: No, it was for a the pound. And and it was on offer in Asda.
1: Yeah. He should have went there. I've seen the prices of the, the stuff in the cash and carry and it's always an absolute fortune. Honey needs to check her prices.
0: What a waste.
1: It was. Such a waste.
0: To be dangled off a bridge instead. Could have been enjoying all that ice cream. Wouldn't it have been great while well, Martin was on the bridge? Doctor Son came to the rescue. Doctor Son, Doctor Son, Son, calling Doctor Son, Doctor Son, Doctor Son, 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 come, come here on. now.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was a dark scene, but Martin should have known better than to taunt the guy. Oh, who... I felt
0: a bit sick when he was upside down. <laughs> Did I you? was like, ooh. you know, when, like when you see people on rides. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and you go,
1: ooh. We kind of share the you share the feelings. Yeah, yeah. I was like
0: oh i feel a bit
1: sick (laughs) the human empathy leads you into like actually feeling the sensation
4: yeah
0: yeah i bet everyone listening's like no just you
1: the cgi train Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you and me have opinions on this when when east tries to do big hollywood kind of Cinematic. cinematic bits it never really works
0: it might work for other people they might enjoy it, but we particularly Good. just think they should keep it a bit more real.
4: Yeah,
1: and also it kind of gives me flashbacks. So do you remember Hollyoaks when, like, um, the 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 train scene with Brendan and? whoever that other bloke was the evil bloke i can't remember this is how long ago it was that i watched it that evil bloke who and this
0: is why we don't have a holly oaks podcast. yeah that's why we don't have a
1: holly oaks podcast when he was fighting with that evil bloke and he kicked him into the train i thought is that what's gonna happen here because i swear if martin kicks ben into this i will i literally did kill. think that actually as well yeah yeah i was like i will literally kill I him thought on.
0: one of them but i had a feeling it might be martin that went into oh it. into the train yeah.
1: oh god you don't think he's gonna die nah. no no oh, i hope no
0: i mean martin got was it Martin? Yeah, he got crushed by a bus. Oh, yeah. And he got over it in like 24 hours or less. So, I mean, a train, probably going to do nothing either.
1: He's invincible. <laughs> I mean, he's been stabbed by Sarah, so, you know, he survived that as well. And survived living with Pauline Fowler. I mean, that's that's a true testament, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So, on to the mother of the year. And, you know, the faker of deaths, Kathy Beale. Beale. (laughs) I just, uh, with Kathy, honestly, I loved her, but now I'm a bit like, oh, with Kathy. She's went from kindly grandmother to drug dealer to, you know, framing Rainey. It's just, I, I don't know where she's going. And now she's given Stuart all these jobs to try He's and make He's got a mens. job
0: everywhere, hasn't he? He's got one in the cafe, one at the Prince Albert, one in Walford
1: East. Honestly. Where next? I I mean, let's just talk about the cafe. because Oh, I love this bit. That was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and shout out to the fabulous actor who plays Stuart, because he is brilliant. And I loved his delivery of the line. I'm Stuart, and I will be your <laughs> server for today hilarious I love that Absolutely he said it to everyone that came hilarious. in hilarious I creased so much watching that that was brilliant and it was a nice departure from like the bleakness of like the Martin and Ben storyline yeah.
0: <laughs> I also loved his little stint in the Prince Albert when he was playing oh, Highway no. to Hell and then that guy winked at him and oh, yeah. just changed over but I also liked that Stuart was listening. Stuart Highway yeah, was yeah. listening to Highway to Hell.
1: Yes, <laughs> very good, very good. And that also had one of the best little intros on that episode as well, where he's putting on like a check shirt <laughs> and he's like, "Does this make me look like straight enough?" Kind of thing. Like he was like trying to wear it as like gay proof, a gay proof vest. It was just brilliant. I just absolutely loved it. Creased so much at that. Um, Stuart has basically brightened my day, like every day, every time he's on. I
0: love when he's on an episode. Yeah, because you does. know it's going to be good. So I you suppose know he's,
1: he's so funny we can't thank the the you know the wicked kathy for for bringing us these brilliant scenes
0: true and he was dressed as a hot dog as well this oh, week so that was so also great funny
1: and whilst he might not be the hero of the week he certainly is ours
0: okay so it's time for hero of the week and slapping Dan. So what do you want to start with first? Hero, slavery. Oh, down. it's gotta be a hero. Okay, so we had a few options for this week. Yes. And with 32% of the vote, Jack
1: won. <gasps> it's fairly nice for him to like get some some time to shine.
0: Well, he's doing good things. He helps people. I mean, he's been helping Tiff. He went to help Martin yeah. the other day. And he's back in the police.
1: Yeah. He's helping everyone. Fabulous. <laughs>
0: So that means later we will be rating this week out of jacks.
1: Fabulous.
0: I mean, you're probably going to guess who needs a in den this week. It's pretty obvious.
1: Let me guess. Does it start with a B?
0: Oh, yes, it does.
1: Ben Mitchell.
0: Ben Mitchell.
1: Yeah, he definitely deserves it this week. I'm sorry. Threatening a whole family. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's also the the extent that he went in that threat. He was like, I'll throw them one by one off this bridge. Jesus. That is quite extreme. Couldn't just say, I'll just kill them. You had to just tell them exactly how you would do it.
0: That was a brand new low for Ben for me. That really annoyed me because yeah. I think you don't threaten someone's children. That is a new low. He was dancing with his daughter in the morning, then yeah. it's just okay <laughs> to threaten someone's just children. just going to roll
1: his sleeves up and go slaughter some kids. Like, what? He just went
0: so evil this week.
1: Oh, I can't, Emma. I just can't with his multiple personalities anymore. He definitely needs a slap and down. Yes, he deserves his
0: slapping down. <laughs> and if you want to take part in other Hero of the Weeks and slapping downs, you can on our Twitter, and that is at E20 Podcast and I go up on Fridays. Fabulous. So what are we going to rate this week's
1: episodes mm. out of Jack's? Now, I went into this week with very high hopes, reached midweek, and those hopes had sort of <laughs> diminished... But then Stuart Bright my dear, and other elements also kind of help. So I think I'll bump it up to a three and a half jacks.
0: I was thinking three and a half jacks as well. Because oh. they had the jean bit, which had me howling. Yeah, that was hysterical. Where she was just slagging them all off. Like saying Louise wouldn't get a figure, a figure back That's and great. Keanu was bald.
1: So true. <laughs> I mean, he's a stud muffin, but it's true.
0: And then... Stuart bits were great. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my God, it's Ben and Martin again. Oh God, yeah. Just they, dreadful. They bring it down.
1: It's just the worst story i ever I don't understand. It's nearly as bad as that storyline, The Bins.
0: Oh, you know what? I might put it on that level. Or even the Aiden level, which <gasps> I feel like might have been yeah. below The Bins. That
1: is definitely on that level. Dun, 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 In the time-honoured tradition of witch-burning... We here at 8.20 are going to play a little game called ACCUSED! The Wicked Witches of Warford. I will read out a crime and give Emma a handful of names. And she must choose correctly who committed the crime. For every guilty person she condemns to the fire, she'll get a point. For every innocent person she burns, she'll lose one. So, with all said, let's get on with the show. We, the
2: townsfolk of E20, are gathered here to cast judgment upon the wicked. Which, which, which? For the crime of almost drowning Ben Mitchell, who shall be punished? Was it Stalker Sarah, Stepmom of the Year Stella, or Shirley Carter?
0: Well, Shirley has a past with drowning people. So I'm going to say Shirley Carter. Burn the witch
2: for the crime of stealing babies. You shall be punished. Was it mad, Dr. May? Dr. Son? Oh, dear sweet Aunt Babe.
0: Two people have a very dark past in this area. But it has to be Dear sweet and
2: babe Burn the witch for the crime of pushing Pauline Fowler of a set of ladders. You shall be punished was it doctor Son? Baby Louise Mitchell or Stalker Sarah Stalker Sarah Burn the witch burn them all The townsfolk have spoken. Let the guilty be put to the stake and consumed by the flames.
1: So, now that the townsfolk have spoken, I suppose it's time for me to tell you. You won three points, Emma. Yay! You've burnt all the right witches. Yeah. You didn't make a mistake. Fabulous. Do I win a prize? Um, maybe another Thorn's chocolate? Alright. Welcome back, listeners, to Mostly Ghostly. I'm Denny Okura, famous psychic medium extraordinaire. And I'm joined by...
0: Sharon Fielding, paranormal investigator and researcher. As we stated in the previous show, Denny communicates with ghosts through the use of a spirit guide. Sometimes it's a wrongly accused man who loved his mother dearly, called Nick. Other times, it's the spirit of a Viking shield maiden known as Barbara the Brain Crusher. Is Nick speaking to you now, Denny? Can he tell us anything about the area?
3: Unfortunately, Nick can't join us tonight. He's he's busy communicating with his Satanist daughter, Dottie, through his spirit board. But don't worry, listeners. There's plenty more ghosts in the sea. And another of my ghost friends has just stepped in to help us out. She's a genteel lady very quiet she wants me to let a ben mitchell yes ben mitchell know she couldn't be prouder of him and is always with him her name is stella
0: oh what a lovely message from the other side let's hope the rest of the ghosts are as nice as she is tonight oh what a lovely lady i know yeah now we make our way up behind the funeral home and head towards our destination The Walford Allotments. So we are now arriving at the allotments. It's not a very nice night here. In fact... Oh, what was that? What was that?
3: Oh my God, sweet touch my ear. It's all right, Sharon. It's all right.
0: Oh my God, it was a spider's web. It was just just a web. It's
1: all right. You're alright right, Sharon. You're alright
0: right. Yeah, I think so. I think so,
3: Denny. Are you you getting anything, Denny? As I walk here... I'm getting a real mix of feelings. It's very old, this place, very old. Before it was an allotments. I think I'm sensing there was a lot of murder here. It's a dark place, the site of many battles. There's definitely something rotten here. Can you smell that, Sharon? Can you smell that? I think that might just be the compost, Denny. No, there's a very possessive spirit. Dark and angry, but it doesn't seem to want to reveal itself to us, just yet. Step back, Denny. Step are you okay back, Denny. You. Denny, I'm fine, Sharon. I'm just—it was just getting a little too close for comfort there. Stella, Stella saw it off, though.
0: Are there any spirits here that do want to communicate with
3: us? Yes, I'm going to try and make contact. Oh. Denny, are you okay? S- I don't like this. S- I don't like this.
4: S-
0: seems Denny is attempting to go into one. Essentially, he allows the spirit to enter him, take over his body. So, as to speak through him? Uh, last week, we had both George Michael and Freddie Mercury in him. Who is Francis, Denny? Is this a former resident of the square that
3: can speak to us? No. <sighs> Mary Lovestek! Mary loves dick. As in Richard. Richard. Is that not Coronation Street, Denny? Oh, maybe I've got my wires crossed. Wait, wait. There is a spirit here. There is a former resident here. He's come forward now. He's a man. He wants to speak. He says, Pauline. I'm sorry, Pauline. About Mrs. Hewitt.
0: Is Pauline someone special to him? A wife, maybe? Yes!
3: Yes! He's upset because he wants this lady to forgive him. She never forgave him before he died.
0: What was that? Seriously, I just heard something whisper my name. Did did anyone hear that? Anyone? Sharon. How did this man die, Denny?
3: His head hurts. His head hurts. Ah. That's what he says, Sharon. That's what he's saying. His head hurt, and then he just—he just died. Fell down into his own
0: flower bed. I'm getting in my ear that a man did die here, of some kind of brain trauma, a brain hemorrhage. Can you tell us a name? That pitchfork
3: just fell over there. Denny, did he do that? Yes. His name is Arthur. Arthur Fowler. And he misses Pauline. Who is this Pauline? Oh. oh, he's gone, Sharon. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's moved on. Stella says he's gone. But there is another spirit here. Oh. Denny?
0: Denny, are you okay?
3: Lucas... Where is Lucas?
0: Who am I speaking to?
3: Lucas left me. He left me here to die. Who is Lucas? My love. He's always been mine. He'll always be mine. He tried to send me away. But he will always be mine. i push him to the edge, you see.
0: Not like her. Denny, are you all right? Can you hear me?
3: Sharon, Sharon, I can't. Lucas is mine. How did you die? He killed me. Get off! Get off me! Get off me, Stella. I'm back, Sharon. I'm back. I'm back. She's a very angry spirit, this one. Very possessive. Very angry because she never got what she wanted. She wanted a man. A man is what she wanted. Is it this Lucas? Yes. Yes. Lucas killed her. Shoved her. She loved him. And he killed her. He killed her with that rake over there.
0: Her name? What's her name, Denny? Was it Trina? We are getting information through about a Lucas who killed his ex-wife.
3: Yes. Trina. She is Trina. And she doesn't want us here. This is her place. This is where she died. And she's waiting for Lucas to come back. We have to go, Sharon. We have to go. We have to leave
0: her. I agree with you, Denny. Let's get out of here and go and check out the archers. Today's episode was sponsored by Lucas Johnson's Rakes perfect for getting rid of those leaves and pesky demons in your life that just keep coming back
4: i curse, curse you. you curse the lord